to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, we welcome back two friends of the podcast, my admissions colleagues and members of the admissions committee here at the Darden School of Business, Whitney Kessner and Katie Yielding, to talk all about event engagement. If you're wondering about which Darden events might be right for you, what role do events play in the business school research process, this episode is highly recommended. So without further ado, here's my interview with my admissions colleagues, Whitney Kessner and Katie Yielding. Katie, Whitney, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having us, Brett. It's great to be here. Happy to be back. It's great to have you here. Another season, another conversation about event engagement. And it feels like the right time. Uh, it's a lot happening in Charlottesville these days. I'm thinking about all the events that are on the horizon. Of course, in-person interviews have resumed. How are those going? Y'all are busy today. It's a great day here on the Darden grounds. Sun is shining, lots of early action candidates interviewing, and uh, it has been wonderful to uh, have these prospective students here on the Darden grounds interviewing, getting a, a sense of the community, exploring. Um, uh, I definitely am deriving a lot of great energy from it. I think a theme of this conversation today will be around all the different ways you can get to know Darden. And it's been fun to have these on-grounds events back in the mix, get to know some of our, our applicants and getting to, to meet them off screen has been a highlight of this week. Yeah, it's been an equally busy time here in Roslyn, but maybe for slightly different reasons. We actually had our part-time MBA students in person this week, a class Monday and Thursday night. So they were just here, I'm recording this on Friday. So they're just here uh, last night for leading organizations with Laura Morgan Roberts. They're very much in quarter one. And this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the first weekend residency for our executive MBA class of 2024. So a lot of things happening uh, here in Roslyn too. So, um, for our listeners who haven't had a chance to listen to your prior episodes, you both are relatively frequent guests on our podcast, but for folks who have not heard those episodes, let's do some introductions first. Katie, can I come to you? Um, tell us a little bit more about who you are and your role here at the Dart School. Hey, Brett. I'm Katie Yielding. I'm on the admissions committee at Darden. I've been with the program. I'm in my 10th year now and work primarily with our full-time candidates and work through the evaluation process. So get to work with our team members who are also reading and interviewing candidates, as well as some of our students who are involved in that process as well. All right. Thank you, Katie. And, and Whitney, coming to you next. Sure. Um, thanks, Brett. Uh, also a member of the admissions committee uh, entering into my 15th admissions cycle, um, which has been wonderful and uh, work closely with both of you, um, which is an absolute pleasure. Uh, I do help with our recruiting and evaluation for our full time and uh, full time candidates, as well as help uh, with recruiting for our working professional programs, the part-time and exec programs you just mentioned, plus uh, the master's in business analytics that we partner with the McIntyre School of Commerce here at the University of Virginia. So definitely lots going on, lots of ways to meet uh, some pretty interesting people. 
for our listeners. These are two very busy people. They got a lot going on, but they always have time for the podcast, our favorite always. kind of kind of guests. So let's talk about events. I mentioned at the top that the frame for today's conversation is really about event engagement. And I think a good place to start, Whitney, is when people look at all the events on our website, there's in-person events, there's virtual events, there's webinars, there's chats. What would you want prospective students to know about from our team standpoint, the strategy behind the events that we're offering? Yeah, I think the main takeaway is hopefully you see there are a lot of great options. Uh, there are so many ways to learn about Darden, what this experience can be. And, you know, we have um, really, I think, been creative and innovative in the types of ways um, that we are offering candidates to learn about Darden and connect with different members of our community. So uh, the virtual and in-person events, um, really just want to give people options to, um, you know, where they are, uh, sort of where they're located and what logistically makes sense. Um, but just really that flexibility, those different offerings to, um, to sort of figure out what makes the most sense for each individual candidate. Yeah, I think one of the things that we learned during the pandemic is that you can make connections via virtual events. I think about the workshops that we've hosted that have you know, that personal engagement to them. Obviously, the chats, the virtual chats do as well. So, and also recognize to your point, not everybody can necessarily travel all the way to Charlottesville and visit in person. So, uh, Katie, coming to you, kind of a related question here. How should prospective students be thinking about virtual and in-person events? Is there a right mix here? What do you encourage people to think about? Well, thanks for asking. And I think to echo the point, there are so many options these days. And I think it does take a moment to kind of step back and think about what are the ways that I can get to know more about the MBA, get to know more about Darden, and then really um, being strategic and when's the right time to engage with the different types of resources. Um, you want to make sure that done your research on all the different resources available and, and then get involved where you're able and, and when you're able. So you know, we, we do travel to various locations around the United States and around the globe at times. And so we may have in-person events there, but we also now have some on-grounds events here in Charlottesville. And then we continually are hosting virtual events some are, are, are all comers. They're going to be general types of topics. Some of them are going to be, be very specific for the stage of, of readiness for the MBA or um, targeted to, to people with specific interest. And so really assessing all of those different types of resources and then assessing where you are in that research stage and, and, and then taking it from there. Well, building on what you just shared, I think it's really important to acknowledge that there are distinct stages in this MBA process, and you don't have to solve every question and you have to necessarily know everything from the very beginning, right? You have a long time to figure this stuff out. Whitney, this is something that we talked about on our application tips podcast series that you actually can continue the research process after you press submit on an application. And of course, if you're admitted, there's so many resources that are made available. How do you encourage people to think about sort of pacing through this? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and that's probably going to look uh, a little bit different for each person. And, and again, sort of, I, I like how Katie framed it, sort of where you are in the process. Um, you know, with a lot of the webinars that we host, these sort of all comer, very big topic around, you know, the application and, and tips within that, 
career resources. Um, we've got an upcoming one about global opportunities. So those are really this wonderful way to get a, a very high level overview, I think, of different aspects of the Darden experience and the application process. Um, and so I think those, those are very uh, easy to engage with, um, you know, allow you to take in a lot of information and ask questions. Um, but then we have some smaller scale events, um, you know, these, these uh, virtual chats that we've talked about and some workshops and other things in that, of that nature that are going to be a little bit more conversational um, in, in style and, and may allow you to go a little bit deeper. So in many ways, I feel like these types of events are um, so great sort of early on in the research process and, and hopefully a complement to a lot of the um, non-event resources that we have. The podcast will definitely be promoting uh, the great podcast episodes that we've been doing around application tips. Um, we've got a wonderful Discover Darden blog and, and a really, uh, I think, in-depth, insightful uh, website with a lot of great content there. Um, so, you know, sort of this mix, um, we do have, as Katie said, uh, more on-grounds opportunities. We have class visits and we have open houses. Um, and I think those can be a way to, you know, obviously come here to Charlottesville, to the Darden grounds, um, experience, you know, these things that you've likely been researching in advance, um, for yourself, observing a class, uh, engaging, talking to more students. Um, and so we've, you know, we will offer class visits throughout the academic year. Um, so we really do um, see, a, you know, recognize that there's no one right time to come visit. We will host uh, open houses are, are typically going to be through the fall. And those are a full day of programming. Uh, most often on Mondays, we uh, will be opening up more um, for later in the fall, uh, very soon. Um, but so there, there are going to be some really, uh, I think, nice ways to to come to, to come to Charlottesville if that works for you and your schedule and and sort of um, where you're located. I think every student kind of has to figure out how much information they need to know if they want to move forward with an application or move forward with the school in terms of that next process, next step in the process. I, when you talk about researching schools, there's so many schools, but then you kind of get to a more discrete list and you say, okay, this is where I'd like to kind of focus my application energy. Of course, you can't apply to every, every, every school. So you have to make, make some choices here. Katie, how do you encourage people to kind of think about like, is there a tipping point here where like, I know enough to move forward and, you know, I'm going to continue to do the research. And I think you're spot on in your description, but um, I think it takes time for, for a candidate to really assess um, their readiness to apply to the MBA and then assess their comfort and understanding of particular programs and what's going to be a good fit for them. And I think these, these types of visits, this engagement with an admissions team um, also follows that same trajectory. And so I think a candidate really needs to think about um, when's the right time to ask the right types of questions and when to do that research for using resources 
resources like the the website, the blog, and when's the right time to ask maybe some more personalized questions and and really be thinking about um, the def different types of platforms we have for that. And so I would encourage you candidates to to really think carefully about how they use their engagement opportunities um, at what stage in the process. To your point at the very top of our conversation, um, you know there there's kind of a, a progression here and you don't need to know everything from conversation one it's kind of an ongoing uh, learning process and so you know engaging in these types of events whether they're in person with us here in Charlottesville or in cities where or a candidate may live or whether they're in virtual spaces um being mindful about what what's the right type of information to gather from that exchange well, I like so much of what y'all have shared here because one of the things that our colleague Catherine Alford noted in her episode about researching schools in the App Tips playlist is really about how important it is to know yourself as you research schools and what's important to you. I think a lot of people will oftentimes charge out and look at what the market is saying and, oh, here's the top schools and this kind of thing. But in when doing that, you can kind of lose like what has personal resonance for you and what actually matters to you in terms of your learning style or the kind of community that you'd like to be a part of. And so that sort of self-reflection is a really important part of this process. I also think as a team, we have built out a lot of resources for candidates over the past three or four years. Certainly the pandemic accelerated some of this, but it, all the things that you've mentioned, we've got a website, we have a blog, we have podcasts. And I also think not to give folks homework necessarily, but let's imagine you sign up for a webinar and the webinar is about the application process. I think in our minds, when we think about people showing up for that webinar, we imagine that you've spent some time with the application tips section of the blog. You've also looked through some of the application FAQs. You may have even listened to a podcast or two or checked out some episodes of the app tips playlist about applying. And so if you're coming, you're working with a baseline of information, not, not totally a a blank slate and you're coming and saying, all right, I already know some things about this. And this person that's leading the session is going to be able to give me even greater insight than what I've been able to glean from these resources and kind of build on the information that I already know. And I'm going to be able to ask maybe next level questions here because I've already done some research. Whitney, does that, does that resonate with you? Most definitely. Um, I, I think that the sort of next level questions um, to have done uh, done some research in advance to you know not just come in cold. I do think it allows for uh, a more meaningful engagement with the admissions committee or whoever is you know hosting that chat um, or hosting that webinar. Um, I, I think that that's great advice. I hear yeah. some parallels to maybe the Darden case study method. Oh, um, yeah. You know, you need to, to first uh, review the material, work through it by yourself, maybe meet with others and talk about it. And then you come to class for the next level, for the for the deeper discussion. I think that there's some parallels to how you show up for um, an admissions related event there, too. You want to make sure you're making the most of the, the time that you have with the, the, the resources available. All right, A plus there for Katie Yielding. We're really just weaving it together here at Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> it's very impressive, Katie, that you were able to connect it all back uh, to the case method and the pedagogical approach here at Darden. But I also think like part of this is about intentionality. And Whitney, you and I talked about this a lot, particularly when you start talking about not just event engagement, but you talk about engaging with current students and alums and being intentional through this process 
Um, what does that mean um, when you when you say it's important to be intentional as you research schools? Yeah, I, I think that covers a, a lot. I think, you know, being intentional is about recognizing who you're speaking with and sort of what their experience is. You know, talking to a current student is, you know, can be so insightful as to their student experience, what they're involved in, really get to hear um, from their time, you know, what clubs, what classes, you know, how they've learned in the case method. Um, and then thinking about, you know, being intentional as you're talking to an alum who is, you know, uh, now progressed beyond their time as a student. And so probably has that, um, hopefully has had that uh, ability to reflect on it and to, to be able to talk about the skills, the experiences they gained from their Darden MBA and how they're applying that through uh, in their career, you know, how they have leveraged the network, um, sort of where they are in their career to date and, and sort of what they really feel has been most meaningful to them about their MBA experience. Um, so I think there's intentionality as to sort of where people, where that person is and the conversation and, and um, what they've done. Um, I think it's also being intentional about, you know, their time and, and their um, sort of uh, being respectful of, you know, scheduling and, and, um, and, and making sure that hopefully it's a meaningful conversation both ways, you know, that, um, that you come into that conversation definitely having done some baseline research and, and knowledge about, about Darden and, and the experience so that your questions can, um, you know, you know, go that much deeper uh, as we've touched on. Uh, I think that's going to allow for um, a great conversation and really building building those relationships, building that network, which I, I think is a very um, elemental part of, uh, of the MBA experience as well. Yeah, picking up on that and kind of picking up also on Katie's point earlier about how this is kind of like the learning process here at Darden. I mean, a lot of this approach that we're advocating for here is really kind of the approach you would follow as an MBA student, whether you're getting ready for class or you're engaging with an alum or networking with an employer. Like, just imagine you go to a networking event with an employer. Of course, you're going to want to know about that company and why you're interested in that. What if somebody asks you a question, you know, why are you here? This kind of thing. And it all comes back to thinking about what matters to you, doing that research, putting in that time so that when you are there, you can really make the most of the event. I, so in a lot of ways, like some of the habits that you're cultivating here are going to continue to be a part of your MBA experience. Um, Katie, when you think about intentionality with event engagement, what does that, what does that mean to you? Oh, well, I think, I think we're really honing in on the specifics here. And yeah, we want people to get as much out of these um, engagements as possible. We're here to be a resource, to share, um, to, to help people along in this process. And the more somebody can come in with a real understanding of what that particular event is going to offer, the more that we can help the candidate. And so you know, do, if it's a high level webinar, you know, then 
it, there's not going to be as much one-to-one engagement. There, it, there's going to be some Q&A, but, but more limited. If you're in a coffee chat scenario, that's where we want to actually have a conversation with the people who join us there. And so coming ready for that, knowing who, who else is going to be in that virtual or in-person space with you, or on grounds, preparing, understanding how to best utilize your time. Um, the more that you can really think through why you are spending your time in this way, what you want to get out of it, um, the more that the, the person who is leading that session, the person who is there with you is going to be able to help you out. One of the things I wanted to add, um, thinking about, you know, sort of being intentional in these types of events um, is who else you're there with. Um, so one of the things that I uh, hear you know, candidates when they come to a chat, um, and I'll say similar, you know, kind of to an open house where it's kind of a smaller group of people where you're going to spend a more concentrated time together. Um, they really value hearing, you know, questions that other candidates have and, oh, I didn't think of that. Or, you know, that's really going to help them um, sort of broaden their perspective in this um, in this research process and application process. It also gives you a sense for maybe who you could be in class with, um, getting a, a sense of the diversity of the backgrounds, you know, uh, professional and academic training, uh, lived experiences, where people are coming from all over the United States and all over the world. So I think there's this really neat element of being able to engage with people who are going through a similar process as you and can really relate, um, I think, can be so valuable. So um, definitely uh, appreciate when those types of connections and, uh, you know, those conversations spark amongst uh, attendees at a chat or uh, at an open house. Well, I think about our, our boss, uh, Donna Clark, always talking about approaching the process with joy and um, that so much of this is also about the connections that you'll make along the way. You're going to meet a ton of interesting people, but um, you, know, you have to be ready to make the most of, of those interactions and really kind of say like, all right, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be present for this. You know, I'm going to make the most of this coffee chat. I'm going to see who else is in the room and you know, be, be really fully engaged with it. I appreciate, I appreciate all of that. So our folks who may be working on an application planning to apply or have already applied, maybe wonder, uh, does event attendance uh, matter as we're thinking of, about applicants? Um, is this something that we take note of as an admissions committee? Katie, um, what, what say you? We definitely appreciate engagement. We love to see that our candidates have spent time learning about us, getting to know us. It is not a formal part of our evaluation process. Uh, we understand that everyone has different limitations and constraints and how they may engage with their MBA application journey. And in no way will someone's uh, event attendance virtually or in person um, impact their, their evaluation process. Uh, we do appreciate that if you can't attend events that you, you perhaps cancel so that someone else can take your spot. There's my little asterisk caveat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think, though, about one of the questions that it's pretty important in the interview because we don't ask about it in the application, sort of why Darden is something that you should fairly expect to come up in your Darden interview. You can sometimes tell a difference between the people who've really been engaged with our team and have done their research and have been intentional in the ways that we've talking about and maybe folks who haven't necessarily invested that time. Is that, is that fair to say, Whitney? Is that something that you pick up on? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think there is that moment in the interview where you get a sense for, you know, why they want the MBA and, and uh, in particular, you know, curious as to their interests at Darden. We've got such a, a strong community here. I think this is a place where the more that you engage, the more that you will get out of it. And, and so I do, I really appreciate, you know, when a candidate is interviewing and um, that they display that they've done some research, that they um, have a sense of, of who we are. Um, I also appreciate this process, this journey uh, that they're on and, and recognize that um, they may not know, uh, you know, how awesome Darden is at that very moment. And so, you know, is the interview or another point, uh, an opportunity for me to share with them? Um, but we take uh, a lot of pride in what we do and, uh, and feel, you know, so strongly about the Darden experience um, and are excited to share that with candidates. And so um, it is nice when, you know, you sort of met, you know, the candidate kind of meets you with that interest and, um, and excitement to learn more. Yeah, again, I recognize that this is an ongoing process. I think I'm always listening for, has this person, you know, done some research and found some things that are personally resonant with them about the Darden experience? It may not be everything, but at least some things that really say to the applicant, you know, I, I thought that this was a great place for me for these reasons, and this stuff is important uh, to me personally. Last question. Um, we don't let admissions committee members come on the podcast without sharing a uh, tip, a piece of insight for applicants. Obviously, we've talked a ton about event engagement and just engagement generally and importance of intentionality and being present and really being prepared for these interactions. And all of that is important. But of course, people are going to work on their applications and may yeah. also be curious about an application tip or two. So Whitney, any, any uh, favorite tip uh, for this admission cycle that you've been sharing with candidates? This is tough because we've talked about finding joy and being intentional and being self-aware, uh, sort of knowing yourself. Um, those are those are definitely, I, I think, important. Um, let's see. I mean, I think something that we haven't talked about uh, as it relates to the application um, and a, a little bit, you know, kind of pulling on this research. Um, is thinking about the recommendation. And uh, so much of the application process is your narrative, what you're sharing with us, um, you know, your accomplishments. Um, a recommendation is somebody other than you. And so being very strategic about who you ask to write your letter of recommendation. And when you, you know, not just identifying that person uh, or people that we require one, um, but, you know, making sure that um, you help them understand about why you're excited about business school and Darden, remind them of you know, what you've worked on together, and then leave them to write the letter uh, of recommendation themselves. Um, but just, uh, yeah, I know that's kind of coming out of left field, but an application tip that hopefully um, resonates as people are, are working through the process now. Well, it's, of course, the one part of the application that the applicant doesn't fill out themselves. And so it's important choice. And you're right, you have potentially up to two recommendations, only one is required. And so I think it's also worth thinking about that person's perspective and how it fits in the overall story. 
of your application, giving that person enough time. So maybe getting back to the overall theme here of intentionality, we generally recommend give them a couple weeks or so if possible uh, to work on the recommendation so that they can really be thoughtful uh, about what they're sharing with our team. So there's absolutely related to what we've talked about here today. Um, Katie, do you have a favorite tip you've been sharing uh, with applicants this year? Oh, I loved the themes of today. It's been, I think, some, some really heartfelt uh, guidance from us, if I do say so. Um, but I think kind of, kind of returning to the theme of you know, taking uh, some joy in, in the experience and saying, you know, reflecting on why, why a candidate is going through all of this. It's a lot of hoops, um, going to, to events, deciding where to engage, all of that, um, really being mindful about the, the reasons why and um, not just doing it to check something off the list, but to be really thoughtful about what's going to be most helpful, what's going to be most informative, um, what's going to be the best use of time um, that's limited for all. And so want to make sure that we're creating spaces where we're going to be able to help people as much as possible and want to make sure that candidates are um, are enjoying the, the process as they get you know pumped up and excited for this next chapter for their education and for their careers. Yeah, that's all great advice. When I was talking with Donna about joy for one of our app tips episodes, and of preparing yourself for the application process. She had this great frame as she talked about even researching schools, right? So spending time on a school's website, well, that's a joyful thing. Thinking about your life as a student at that school, that's also joyful. You know, looking back on all of your accomplishments and thinking about how you want to tell your story through the application, it's a time to be proud of yourself and also a time to be joyful about the step that you're embarking upon and your, your willingness to, to put yourself out there in this way. I had never really thought about it as this kind of celebration or how exciting that I'm getting to dream and to imagine what's possible for me in this way. Um, and I thought that was a tremendous way of framing the whole enterprise. So uh, Whitney, Katie, thank you so much as always for making time for the podcast. It's great to have you here and to our, to our listeners, uh, best of luck as you engage with our team, take advantage of the events, but be intentional as you do it. And that was my interview with my admissions colleagues and members of the admissions committee here at the Darden School of Business, Whitney Kessner and Katie Healy. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.